it's camaraderie. <laughs> I accidentally muted myself. I didn't know how to. Do it. Oh <laughs> no no no! Don't do that. That's terrible for a podcast. Right? I'm just um. I was like, what the fuck? And then I saw it said like press Alt and A to unmute. I was like, oh fuck! I muted myself. No, no. Um. No, you're good, though. It's picking up. Everything's all right. Perfect. It's good. I'm, uh, I'm actually, like, really tired, so my enthusiasm is probably, not, I mean, like, mediocre for a little bit. That's <laughs> Just good so you know. spooky, for a spooky podcast. That's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I know we wanted to do, like, spooky stories and stuff, but does it have to be, like, it can be anything, right? We can talk about whatever. Well, I was thinking, like, why don't we just talk about, like, spooky shit that has happened to us or stuff that we think is spooky anyways, whatever. Yeah. And then um, we'll just, I don't know, just go from there, I guess. Or maybe, like, um, if you want, like, scary movies, like what we like. Yeah, just all the things that are spooky that we we want to talk about yeah. today yeah because i i have this new show i wanted to talk about and then um i was going to ask you a question okay well because, let's because of it so we'll just do it all right well let's uh like tell me how your d- day went it's been a day in between recording which is it's not a very long time but you know how how has it been since then um yeah oh do we did you start recording yeah man it's done oh sorry we're going oh oh okay hi this is amanda (laughs) i um yeah no my day has been okay i oh it's just it's been a tiring day like um when i was out before okay so my backyard is like a jungle (laughs) it literally is i've seen it so many plants there's so many um trees there's there's just a lot and it's not a very big backyard at all and um I was at your guys' house and I have been wanting a fire pit for like the longest time yeah and when I went to you to you and Andrew's house I was just like I want to have this this is just fun it's a great way to like hang out I absolutely loved it and I showed Christian and Christian was like yes let's do that so um I came back from America and my backyard looked like, like Jumanji. It was (laughs) awful. And just all this stuff that has just been happening and going on, we haven't gotten to it. And so Christian's dad came over and he helped us and we were busy for five, for longer. I was busy for five hours and they had started even earlier. So we, they were, it was like a seven hour day in our backyard but we took out a lot of trees and we made um, room. So it's kind of like just getting ready for because um, the winter's coming. So we're not going to do it now. But yeah, uh, as soon as winter's done, then we're going to put in a fire pit and fairy lights. And I'm just super excited about that. But it's just it's going to be so I love fairy lights. Like I think Andrew and I even talked about having more because right now we have some lights in the backyard, which is really nice at night when we have the fire pit. But um, I think we're going to do some more. And then we started talking about doing like a canopy kind of like I, don't, I think it's a canopy, uh, but out in the back. And 
actually when I got the staph infection was when we were doing stuff outside. Like we were putting in new grass because his his parents had just gotten new grass for their front their front yard and they had extra, like the kind that you just lay out. And there was mm-hmm. a section in our backyard that was like open. So we started rolling it out and stuff and I was helping and I had had that like little like blemish. And then that day it started stinging really, really bad. So like I, in my head, I'm like, oh, that's probably what it was when we were working with the dirt and I was like sweaty yeah um but yeah i i like love i love working in the backyard and talking talking about things with andrew about what we want to do with the backyard but it's just it is it's very time consuming and it's like little by little by little um we only just got one of our garden beds like filled with some dirt and hopefully by next like spring we'll have it like finished and then we'll be able to do like I don't know, have like vegetables. That would be cool. <laughs> I, I just want like a really, I mean, I have a pretty backyard. I yeah, you're go- it it's gorgeous. It looks like your your backyard kind of reminds me of like, um, oh God, like the, like you said, fairy, like fairy lights. It kind of reminds me of like a fairy garden, but you guys have like a cute little walkway around and it's just, it's really pretty. We should post pictures right now <laughs> but afterwards we should post pictures of your backyard yeah. like before and after you should do that though before and after just to show the progress because it's just so mm-hmm. nice I, I love it but I also want like um because of the fact that you're teaching me a little bit more about like um Wicca and all that mm-hmm. I, I do want um a little place like in the back that I can go to to you know do your thing just, yeah yeah that's also a thing that i want it's hard like when you're practicing witchcraft you you want to have like a special place for yourself where you're not going to feel for me anyways you're not going to feel like there's eyes everywhere and it's not like in your you know because i do have little altars in my room and i have like you know stones that i bring into my room and whatnot but i don't practice primarily in my room unless i'm alone and it's like journaling or like reading when I practice, it's either like in my studio space or in in the backyard. And in the backyard, I'm going to tell you, is like the best because I always feel so much closer to nature and like whatever it is that I'm trying to manifest or like work through. It just, there's just a different feel to it. So you should definitely do that. Like I could show you so many pictures on Pinterest of like little outside areas for witchy shit. Yeah, well, I definitely want to to do it. I mean, I won't. I mean, I live in Holland, so it's yeah. just like I said, it's September, and I'm already like, well, winter's going to be here soon because it's just the truth. Yeah, like, no, I know. Last forever here. Yeah, <laughs> it gets so cold so quickly. But um, at our old house, we used to have this little spot in the backyard where I would go sit at. I had like a little, like a nook, like chair that you could lay down in. Oh. Not like not completely lay down, but you could like, you know, like you could sit up, but you had your legs up, and it was it was just the perfect place. And I would take like a blanket out to the back, even when it was um, you know autumn and it was colder. I would take a blanket and I would go take my tea or my coffee, and I would sound so cozy in the backyard with a book, and it was the best. And I miss that here. Like I want that spot. And I was I was telling Christian like I do want to start. Um, I do want to start to practice Wicca more. I want to read into it more. And um, 
you know, in the summer months and all that, I want to be able to go sit outside. So yeah, that's what, that's what I've been doing today. I mean, yeah. it's just been, that's pretty much it. How was your day? My, oh, it's been, I mean, it just basically started <laughs> like Andrew and I slept in until like, I want to say tw- like 10 30. Um, and then we just had coffee and then I messaged you like, Hey, when do you want to, when do you want a podcast? I was so tired. Um, and you I think, like, please just say you don't want to. I think like, <laughs> no, 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 it's not that at all. I just think like the antibiotics are still sort of like keeping me, it's, it's weird. I just feel very tired. And I was thinking about it last night, how like my, my body's probably like going through all this like weird shit to try to like mend the hole in my leg. And it's it's looking a lot better. Like my it's a lot better. I know I keep harping on this shit, but I literally have a fucking hole in my leg and it's it's not the incision, it's inside of that area. <laughs> yeah. You know you, when you, you sent that picture where you oh, yeah. leg up and you can see the dent. Oh yeah, it's it, indented. You it's can see it. Well, it's not just indented, like that's just like the visual part of like, okay, there's a hole there. It's all like the tissue around surrounding the hole is hard. And it only just yesterday started to feel like it was softening up a little bit. So I'm hopeful that the tissue will start to like go back to normal and maybe that hole will fill in. But right now, like that there's literally a, an indent in my my thigh looks crazy, <laughs> um, at least to me. Do you feel like um at least I feel like this. I, if I don't feel good and or, or I have a headache or I, I just don't, I just, you know, just feel kind of sick or whatever. I will bitch. I will whine. I'll be like, I don't feel good. I don't, but as soon as something actually really comes up to where I know that I need to go to the doctor and I have had multiple times where I'm like, shit, yeah. I really need to go to the doctor with this. Yeah. I will wait mm-hmm. as long as possible. I will try to act as if nothing is wrong. And then when I get sick from that, mm-hmm. when I actually get sick or hurt from something like an actual operation or, um, you know, like the, the cancer scare that I had. Oh, yeah. I, when I get something like that, then I'm all of a sudden like, it's not even that bad. No, like, it's, it's it, crazy. It doesn't even matter. It's so stupid. Because then I'm like, when I have a headache, I will bitch all day and whine and be like, oh, just take care of me. But then as soon as I have something that actually like, is appropriate to be able to like, right, bitch about then I'm like, I'm it's it's not even that bad. It's fine. Like, don't like, I'm sorry. Just ignore me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> well, but the thing is, is that like when you bitch so much already, because I'm the same way, like I can I complain constantly to Andrew and I feel really bad, but he's also just like so caring. And I'm like, I feel like I can be comfortable enough to be like, I don't feel good today. But then when this came up, this happened. I kept saying, like, I'm sorry, I'm such a baby. I'm sorry, I'm such a baby. Like, you know, apologizing the oh. entire time. And I think it's because I, in my head, before I went to the ER the second time, I was like, oh, I can deal with this. It's not that bad, even though it was intense. It was awful. And then even, at, oh, even, even after thinking about like what the do- like that doctor did to take care of it it just seems so barbaric and like i don't even know how to describe it. it's like th- this is what doctors do to take care of this like this is it i mean they essentially after they cut it open they just stuffed it with gauze 
(laughs) Again, (laughs) I didn't have any medication to take away the pain that was happening when she was stuffing the hole (laughs) with an entire roll of gauze. And then she's like, you know, you can do this at home. You take it out two days. And I'm like, okay, are you going to give me some pain medication? Ibuprofen should be good for you. Just use some ibuprofen. Ibuprofen is great for everything. I actually take them like just with my M&Ms. <laughs> just, I just shove it in my mouth. It's good for everything. Like it cures. <laughs> it, it, cure, it cures everything? I just like, you know, just I just put them in the M&Ms. Just it did not, a little bit. It did not help with this. It no, of did course not. not. <laughs> like I don't understand what the hell. Yeah. But- I, I don't know. I'm just glad that you're getting better. Well, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where you like you just don't like, yes, you want to go to the doctors, but then you go and then you're treated like a an animal and they do these like barbaric things to your body. And you're like, well, this is why I was afraid, but I guess it's I fine think, now. <laughs> like, I think that like that's also a thing that the reason one of the reasons why I try not to go to doctors yeah. is because I have literally been to so many doctors that will not numb you or act like you're being a a baby and then when you go back to have the same procedure done by somebody else um another doctor will will then be like okay because okay so I had um just one just one story I had um spots or I had a, a problem with my uterus and they were going to take away um a piece of like the the outside just a very very thin layer they were going to um I think they call it it's like called like a freeze dry or whatever it's Mm -hmm. where it's just a very thin layer and then I wouldn't have that much pain anymore because I was bleeding um constantly for no reason and I had a lot of pain and um I went in and they were going to do the procedure and they have to, I guess, like put some kind of liquid in there that then um, will show like contrast or whatever. Are you talking? And did you do right, a CT scan? Is that what you're, you're talking about? No, 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 no. It's literally like you're just up with your legs, you know, up there. And then they, they, they put this little bit of liquid around your uterus. But before she could do the procedure, the gynecologist goes, oh, I'm sorry, but you have... Um, spots on your uterus well you're that you're saying spot cancer spots right this is the first scare that Um, you had well no like it's it doesn't have to be cancer spots it's just spots that are on your tissue that are abnormal Mm -hmm. so they have to take it out and then they have to put it um in on the how do you say that quake so like they have to check it like a biopsy a biopsy like or whatever Mm -hmm. so they took um she was like oh you have some spots and um we're just gonna you know we're just gonna take those out so we can't do the procedure yet and I I was like okay and so she said it's going to hurt but I only have to so they what they do is they take little like spots just they just grab them and they they just cut them out kind of like kind of like a think of like a nail like kind of almost like a nail clipper like just clipping nope. pieces of no. your uterus and she told me like no. it's not it's not even that bad you just need to cough when i tell you to when i tell you that i had to do this six different times six spots i was in so much pain well yeah you did not numb me. I was in so much fucking pain. 
It was awful. Why wouldn't um, they just give you your time, uterus? What the fuck? Yeah. Well, at that moment, they didn't find anything wrong with those spots. There was nothing wrong. They said there was nothing wrong. And then I still kept bleeding. I still kept having pain. And so three months later, uh, almost four months later, I had to go back in at a different gynecologist and she was going to do the procedure again. And she goes in and she says, um, I'm sorry, but you have spots again and we cannot do the procedure. We have to take them out, but they're bigger spots now. So just in case I'm going to remove all of it. So they, they took, um, a big piece away, but when she heard that the other gynecologist had not numbed me for the procedure that that gynecologist had done, she literally said, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I mean, at least she's listening. Kidding me. And I was like, no, she just said that it, you know, it wasn't, she said it's, if it was one spot, one, even then I would numb. I can imagine her saying, just try to cough. Yeah. But six spots, never. And that's when we found out that I, um, you know, had the spots that were uh, cancerous. But I think that some doctors just are extremely unempathetic. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're desensitized because they've dealt with people that have had, you know, much more severe cases. And that's the only thing I can think of as to why they would be like, you're fine. It's okay. I, and, you know, to an extent, I do understand doing that with your patients to keep their like stress levels low. But literally, I don't understand how you weren't having a panic attack because if someone was going in and cutting off certain little pieces of my uterus, like I, you guys can't see me, but I have been cringing this entire conversation with Amanda. No. <laughs> um, you know, like, like th this is legit horror stories. I mean, I know we're going to talk about some spooky right? stuff, but we're like, this is like, spooky shit. these are like yeah. true horror stories. Like you go to the ER, you go to the doctors thinking that you're going to be taken care of and they're going to help you and they're going to make sure you're not in pain and they're going to take care of this issue. And then like you just end up almost like just dealing with more shit, like going home and having to pull out gauze from a hole in your leg without any <laughs> like, I mean, I like I I don't know how I did it. Oh, God, I, I don't know either. You know, when you told me that and then you had to do like you weren't allowed to do it. All oh, no, I had to do it like, two days. I had to do it through oh. two days. And the first day was I was in so much pain because all I had was fucking ibuprofen. Eight like I took I took 800, 800 milligrams, milligrams, right? 800. I would overdose on that shit. Dude, I like if I had trusted it, but I was also taking antibiotics. So I just didn't I, I didn't want to like I didn't want to like fuck my body up. You know, at that point, you're already scared. But then um, my friend, uh, Vanessa, I think her, bless her heart, her boyfriend's mom, or sorry, her husband's mom gave um, me some hydrocord, hydro, hydrocodone, hydrocodone. It's, it's a painkillers. Painkillers. Pain they gave me painkillers and it still fucking hurt, but I was able to do it like all by myself the next day. Like she came over the first day and she helped me, but I was just in so much pain. Like I would have let Andrew help me, but he's like squeamish and he was already like, eh, you know, about the whole thing. And I'm like, I don't really want someone that's going to act like that <laughs> to pull gauze out of my leg. Oh, so no. Vanessa was like, well, if you need help. And I was like, actually, 
can you please come over and help me with this? So she came over and she did it. And she she didn't even get half of it because I was in so much pain. So the next day she was like, here's some medication. It'll help. And I did it myself. And I don't think I've ever been more. I'm going to tell you that right now. I have never been more proud of myself than that moment because that was tough. And anyone that's ever had to take gauze out of their body, <laughs> out of a hole, out of an incision in your body by yourself, like fucking props to you, dude. I, I don't have I any think, words. I think it's crazy that some things just, I mean, it's 2020 and still some things have not been um, figured out by doctors. Yeah. Like, I don't get that. Like, I remember Christian. Do you remember when Christian had a had a collapsed lung? Yeah. Okay. Did I ever tell you the procedure? No. Oh my flipping god. Okay. Christian had a collapsed lung out of nowhere. He's very tall. He's very skinny. So I guess that's just it's it's one of the things that you can get. It's just a um, a risk. It's, it's when you have that body type. Yeah. Out of nowhere, he got a collapsed lung. Um, to make a very long story short, we ended up going to the hospital where they also acted completely indifferent. I was so pissed off. Um, and they finally got back. Uh, his blood pressure was very low, so they weren't allowed to do anything until his blood pressure went up a bit. And yeah. he has a low blood pressure. So um, they had to wait and it he was in so much pain like excruciating pain mm -hmm. he he just he could not it looked like he was going to pass out any minute well christian's dad was there with me christian's dad cannot handle anything so he was like amanda you have to stay with him bye and just left oh me my there. god like let, he went it, he went to the hallway because they were going to do the procedure he was like I, i'm gone bye uh. and he left and so i'm standing i'm sitting like on a chair and Christian, like they turned him onto his side to where he was facing me so that I could hold his hand. And I'm thinking they're going to like, I, I didn't know. I've, I've never heard of it. I didn't, I had no clue. But when they said procedure and when they put him onto his side, I'm thinking they're going to like numb him. They're going to, you know, cut him open maybe. But they tell him we cannot numb you. We cannot numb you. We, we can only numb the outside, like the very little bit of the skin that you have. That was it. That's it. But the inside, you can't numb it because the membranes are so thin. So there's nothing to numb. Like we can't do that. And you have to stay awake for the procedure. So oh my they go and they turn him over and I'm holding him. And I'm not joking, Melanie. They grab a freaking pair of scissors that's like, ah my vagina hurts so like as long as my face mm. and <laughs> they have him put his arm up and they i'm not joking fucking stab him as hard as they possibly can straight through his ribs ah no i'm not kidding it was just bomb and they just shoved it in and i was like how did you not pass the fuck out? How did he not pass the fuck out? Oh my god. He did not pass the fuck out. But he said cuz they they leave the scissors in there for a second and you can hear you can you can hear like air. It's really weird. Um and it's Christian even said it. He was like it was instant relief cuz he could he felt like he could breathe again. Yeah, pain and then fucking but, finally you can breathe. 
I'm thinking, oh my God. How is it? How is it like? Because this was in like 2009, I think. So I just remember thinking, how is it 2009? And this is the way that they fix collapsed lungs. Like, how is that possible? I don't get it. I don't understand. This is going to deter anybody from going to the hospital when they have like severe issues. <laughs> I'm not even this joking. Is... Oh, my, my hands are sweaty. My hands are literally sweating right now because of that okay, story. Okay, let's let's talk about something else. Let's All right, we about... went through the real, <laughs> the, the real horror stories of life. The real horror stories. Oh, Jesus. All right. Um, I don't even know how to follow up after that. Okay, I do. Tell me the scariest true story that you know. The scariest true story. Yeah, like. Uh, I'm trying to think of something that I like the, a murder most, or something yeah. or that you that the, you know of that you know is true. The, the I think that the okay, so I think family annihilators. <laughs> I know that that sounds horrible. Family annihilators are like my biggest fear. That scares me the most. Yeah, and I honestly think that. Okay, so there's this one story. I don't know the name. I should have looked it up. Yeah. But now you're asking. There's this guy who um, divorced his wife. And he ends up going to, um, I think it's, I think it's like her sister's house, like his wife's sister's house or something, but they are celebrating Christmas and he's dressed up. I, I don't remember the whole story, but he tries to get back with her and she doesn't want him. Um, and he gets kind of upset, I guess, because everybody, like all of his family, like his daughters and the, his in, like the in-laws kind of don't want anything to do with him anymore because he's starting to act kind of like weird, creepy, creepy. Yeah. But, um, they are all like having Christmas day together, um, his wife, his kids, and then her family. So like cousins nieces nephews and i guess like what happened was he um if i remember the story right he texts his brother-in-law i think it is and he finds out they're all sitting together and he gets pissed off well he dresses up in a santa suit goes over to the house and um it, I think he had like presents with him, if I remember the story right. I'm looking the shit up right now. And his niece opens the door and she's like nine and he shoots her right in the face. Oh my God. He walks inside the house and he just starts to shoot all of them. So oh my God. That's like one of the, yeah, that's, I, and I, I think the reason why I'm so afraid of like, family annihilators is because that's like the scariest thought to me that somebody that you love somebody that you trust even if a lot of the times family annihilators are people who you know men and women who okay um, it was was it called the covina massacre yeah i think that was what it there's there's two stories of two there's two stories of a man dressed up in a santa suit well is this one the one that you're talking about bruce jeffrey um, no, it, I think it's, I don't think it that. says, uh, where a Christmas Eve party was being held, Bruce Jeffrey. There's two of these. There's two of them Jesus. in a Santa suit. Yeah. Um, and that's what scares me the most. Like, are you dressing up as Santa? 
Yeah. Like how, like, how crazy are you? And then going to, like, go and kill your family. I don't understand. Okay, I just, it's it this one. Me. Texas dad dresses as Santa, murders his entire family. Yeah. I All just right. remember that story so well. Oh. And I... And I think that what scares me the all like the absolute most and this has this this is what I mean like with our trauma because okay, our dad is he he is now deceased, but and and he got off of drugs, but he was very, very heavily addicted, heavily addicted um to drugs and I don't know if you were really, really young, Melanie, so I don't think you remember this, but I'm sure you've heard the stories of when he would start talking like he was possessed and he would start to sliss like a snake I, and I do. I have all around yeah. on the ground. Either I have, I, either I've, I've imagined it <sighs> and it's in my head or I, I re- vaguely remember him doing that on the ground at one point. I also yeah. remember him throwing me up against a wall once. So, like, you know. Yeah, he. The, I mean, I'm not trying to say anything bad about our dad. I've no, but he he was. You know, he stuff. had a he had an addiction. <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't very good to our mom or our or us. And you know, I mean, I I was telling Andrew like there are very few memories I have of him, and the ones I have of him are not very good. Um, yeah, you know, like him leaving Jennifer and I, he left Jennifer and I at a park and then like these two big giant dogs came up and like they were, they're like, you know, not on a leash, not with anybody, just two huge black dogs just like started running up, uh, running up to us. So we got on like the table at the park and it just felt like he was gone forever. And then he came back. Um, he, he did a lot of shit. That was just weird. Yeah, yeah. But I think that when I when I remember seeing him doing that, like mom made us all sleep um with her. Yeah, of course. Together because she was terrified and I do remember me being terrified. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I read these stories about, you know, these people who go insane and a lot of the times they are you know, heavily on drugs or they um have various mental problems and stop taking their medication or have just not been properly diagnosed. And I think that when I think about stuff like that, when I think about um, dad, I think about God, like what if he had, you know, I mean, he was way out of his mind. Yeah. Yeah. When he was, but when I think about, you know, mom's second husband, and the shit that he did, sometimes yeah. I think I wouldn't have put it past him to go crazy one time and kill everybody. Absolutely not. I wouldn't have put it past him at all. So yeah. it's, I think that that's probably the reason why I think those are the scariest stories. Oh, no, for sure. I definitely have um, my own trauma from past relationships and fear. I won't name names, but fear of things happening. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, I think I think that's just like that. That is something that. I mean, my biggest fear is um, like a kidnapping, like Kay- like Kaylin getting kidnapped. Oh I I have I wake up in the middle of the night and I check on check on if she's sleeping in her room because sometimes she'll sleep with me, but you know I try to get her to sleep in her room. But then I'm like, oh my god, what if something happens and I can't hear it or or, or I'm I'm asleep? Like I've I've 
watched so many like murder documentaries and I've seen so many like things online of kids getting kidnapped or especially little kids and so like I like that just I always have that fear um and I don't think that'll ever stop I don't think that fear will ever stop and you know it's only like it's only magnified because I only get Kaylin for a week you know and then the next week she's with her dad and then like then she's with me for a week so like that entire week that she's gone I'm like what's happening is she okay is she safe you know oh my god I didn't even think about that yeah my anxiety skyrockets Mm -hmm. and I I I do it too especially with like fire alarms or and everything happening like in in 2020 right now just everything that's occurring it's just like it, it feels like the fucking apocalypse dude yeah, well, especially for our family, I think. I know. I have not, it's ridiculous, but I have that too. I understand that, yeah. that anxiety about like, what what if something happens? I mean, I have gotten up to check. I mean, now that they're a little bit older, it's not that bad, but I have gotten up to check on my kids in the middle of the night so many different times. I mean, sometimes I would have done, I literally, I've done it like four different times a night. You know, when they've been like little shits, usually I'll just be like, fuck them. I don't care. No, I'm just kidding. But um, (laughs) I'm just kidding. You know, I was just thinking. But I have had that. So I get it. Yeah. I was just thinking about a true story that I heard. And I won't, I'm not going to name any names because I don't want to like out the family or whatever. But I, my friend, um, his mom's sister had a kid who was he was like six or seven and he complained of a headache and he said mom I have a headache and of course the mom's just like well you know just go lay down go to sleep you know maybe rest will help and oh my then God, don't tell me this <laughs> yeah and when she went in he was dead so you're lying no I'm not even lying that happened that was a that was a true thing that happened and oh that's God. like Oh man, deep, true, scary stories. That's like, oh, that's the horror. That's the that's the scary story for me. Like yeah. that's that's scary. I understand it. I do know that like Jeremy was on um sorry, my son Jeremy on medication. And I do remember for ADHD at the time. And I do remember they said, you know, he had he has to have a like a proper heart um what do you call that? Monit- like he has he has to have his heart checked, his a heart monitor, Monitored, blah, 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 yeah. before he can get on it. And I said, okay, you know, that's fine. I took him and you know, him with his anxiety and how he is, it was absolute hell to try to get he completely freaked out. And he, he was what, seven? Um, and we did not, we were, were not able to get his heart checked. And I was just like, I can't put him through this. Like, I, I, there's no way I can get him to do, like, he, he won't. And then you, you won't get a proper, you know, look at how his heart reacts because he's so panicked at that moment. Yeah. The, the doctor said, okay, well, it's really not that, that bad. We'll just give him the medication and we'll just see. And yeah. I thought, okay, I'm listening to my doctor. So sure. So I get him on the medication and... <laughs> Like my kids have like the doctor, like when they were younger, they had like the little doctor packages, like the little, um, you know what I mean? Like the little toy oh. baggies with like doctor stuff in it. Yeah. No, well, we I, had I don't had know if I ever, those, we had had one of the, like a real, uh, stethoscope. They, we had two of them and the kids loved them and they had had those in their little doctor baggy things. Yeah. 
I had taken the stethoscope out and had gone upstairs and while Jeremy was asleep, listened to his heart so many fucking times in two nights. I was like, Christian, I can't do this. Like my anxiety is, I can't do this. I am flipping my shit. Yeah, it makes sense. And Jeremy woke up once, <laughs> like while I was checking him, you could just see the look on his face. Like he was so like, the fuck are you doing, mom? <laughs> And, but I read, um, I had read that there was a boy who was on medication and they never got his heart checked. And I guess he, um, he, you have a chance to where your heart will grow bigger. It will get big and heavy. Yeah. And this little boy had a very, very heavy heart and his dad put him to bed and he woke him, he went to go wake him up the next morning and he had passed in his sleep and they found out it was because of an enlarged heart. And I was like, I'm done. Get him off the medication. <laughs> yep. Like until you guys can get him on a heart monitor and until th- there's, n- I'm done. Yeah. There's no way. See, I, I feel like we are uh, over paranoid mothers <laughs> and, and which is not, it's not a bad thing, but we, our anxiety really does like lend to making sure that our kids are in, in, um, I don't know that they're healthy and they're safe. Um, but to segue into possibly not very true story, but could possibly be true. I, I was trying to find it online to see if it was actually a true story. And I haven't been able to confirm or deny that case. But have you ever heard of the girl with the braids? Mm-mm. Okay. The girl with the braids? Yeah. So there's Mm-mm. a story. No, I don't think so. There's a story of a little girl, probably about six years old, who keeps complaining that, like, her head hurt. And she had these braids in her hair that were really old, like, like not, I mean, they must have been in there for a while. And I was thinking about it, like, I don't know, I don't know what her ethnicity was, but, like, the story may, may maybe they were, like, really tight, um, like, what are they called, like, the cornrows? I'm going to say it wrong. Cornrows? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if it's a true story, that's the only thing I can think of. Because otherwise, I'm like, why the fuck isn't your mom, like, like taking your your braids out and cleaning your hair? <laughs> um, so, anyways, so she's complaining to her mom constantly about having these headaches. And her mom just keeps dismissing her, saying it's nothing. Like, go to bed. It's fine. Well, one day at, at school, she starts complaining very heavily about how her head hurts and, and how... Um, like she couldn't handle it anymore so they made her go to the nurse's office and like the nurse in at the school found spider eggs like in her hair yeah no i mean this is a story so she found spider eggs in her hair and then the girl gets rushed off to the to the emergency room and she ends up passing away because the spider had laid eggs and they were like eating at her skull base or her scalp basically um so that's the story of the girl with the girl with the braids so i I went online I know. I'm sorry. I went online to check and see if this story was real. And there was a story that was similar, but I I don't know if this one was true either. It was um, a little black girl who had cornrows and it said that her mother or like they were so tight that um, it cut off like circulation to her brain. And so she passed away. 
There's no way. I don't believe it. Uh, the, it's are literally, you so, look. Are you for real? I, that's a story, and it's online. I'm not even going to, I'm not even, I'm not even kidding you. Well, I'm the girl with. I, the, uh, oh my God. The whole spider thing, like, I remember that being like a scary story. I think it's even a goosebump story about a girl who, like, gets bitten by a spider and it's on her face or something and it like gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger all of a sudden it bursts open and there's like hundreds of baby spiders that crawl out of that oh no that's awful that story no (laughs) spider stories scare the shit out of me dude like i can't so uh andrew's <laughs> sister told me about this story i don't know if it's true or not but she told me about this story where and i am terrified now when we went on we went on a camping trip i was like you better check them you better check um this kid i guess was laying in a sleeping bag like an uh like a sleeping bag and the next day like he was like covered in black widow bites like there were so many black widows inside of the sleeping bag the sleeping bag there were so many inside that like he was just bit up all over there are no like as far as i know there are no venomous spiders out here in holland but i slept in a tent in the backyard of one of my old friend's houses one time we were only in that tent for like a couple of hours because i'm stupid and i went out to a party and got completely drunk we didn't come home and like five o'clock in the morning and we had to go to school the next day and so we were only in that tent for like seven hours but I do remember her go up seven hours for two hours but I do remember her going back to the house and sending us a picture the next day of what was inside the tent and it was three different gigantic fucking spiders I when I say gigantic I'm not joking like Uh, ginormous uh, uh, spiders no so i don't want to go lay in a tent anymore ever again (laughs) like ever i mean i don't think i could ever camp out because that scares me oh dude okay so the other we have black widows all over by the way like our garage we have to clean it out there's black widows in the garage we have like this shed in the back like it's filled with black widows there's black widows like there's they're everywhere and andrew sprays and stuff but they just they're they're all over the place um but this one day andrew's cleaning out the garage and he grabbed his boots and you know how like you always check your shoes you always check them because there might be and andrew looks at me and he goes do you want to know what i just found in my boot no it was a fucking black widow in his boot so that's why you check your shoes (laughs) y'all Well, in California, yeah. But even it, but but even if it's not a fucking black widow, what if it's like just like a regular old house spider, but one that can bite you, and you stick well, your foot I in mean, there, and then owie, no, <laughs> check <okay>. your shoes. <laughs> so, I okay, I'm not like into scary shows and movies and all that kind of stuff, but my mother-in-law was telling me about a really scary or not really scary shirt. It's called evil it just started um it is about a woman who um i guess like i don't know how you call it like a psychiatrist or whatever she tries to see if people are insane or not insane okay 
for like, for, you know, murder trials, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And she's, she's doing that. And then there's uh, another guy who works for the Catholic church and he goes to people and tries to see if they, um, are possessed. I don't know if I much. can handle this kind of a show. Is it like too so scary? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Well, the first thing is like, I wanted to tell you about it yesterday because it, I wanted to, I want to say something. Like, but okay. you like saved it for the podcast. Cause you're like, we're talking about spooky shit. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I thought it was going to be really scary and I was kind of afraid. Yeah. But, and I, and I know when I say this, you're probably going to be like, oh no, I can't watch that. But this woman that does like the whole like okay in insanity or not she doesn't believe in like possessions, possessions. And, and all that stuff she's Makes just sense. like what a bunch of bullshit but um she ends up talking to this guy they're trying to see if he is insane or if he's possessed yeah and the guy the other guy that does like to try that works for the church he's telling her like be careful you know like you you might need it just be careful she goes to sleep so she hears like whispering in her house and she goes to sleep and out of nowhere she sees a demon at the end of her bed and the demon um she's like it's not real it's not real it's not real um Oh man, I shouldn't say this. Can I interrupt you guys for a minute? What? I should probably be on mic. Can I join your podcast? Yes, join join the podcast for a second. Okay, hold on. We got an inter. Inter Okay. 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 Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So. Hi, Andrew. (laughs) I just decided to go out and mow the lawn, and I overheard you guys talking about this story that my sister told about finding black widows in the sleeping bag, and like Melanie's gonna hate me for this, like, so much. Uh, but like, I'd be dishonest if I didn't tell her this, but I went to put on my like outside shoes, which were just inside the sliding door in a stack of shoes. Like my boots were there, my outside shoes were there and Kaylin's <laughs> shoes were right there. And I looked straight in my shoes and you know what I saw? A fucking black widow. And I was like, I cannot tell Melanie this or she will, <laughs> du- she will like burn the house down because it's the first Black Widow I've ever found inside this house. No, it's not. not oh, inside in the, hu- the house. It yeah. was in the house? Yes. It was in the house. Yes. Andrew. Okay. <laughs> okay so what I, what Andrew, I was going like to take Cass outside with me and like just mow the lawn, but now I'm going to spray down the whole house. Andrew. And I'm sweating now. I know. I was like, I was like, I'm not going to tell her. I'm not going to tell her. But then I was like, well. I'd be dishonest not to tell her, and I just want to say, like, always check Kaylin's shoes before you put them on. <laughs> I always check all the shoes because of that time you found a black widow in your fucking we, boot. Yeah, we can't let Kaylin put on her own shoes anymore. <laughs> so oh I heard God. you guys talking about the sleeping bag story, and I was like, like, these shoes that I'm wearing right now, like, I literally looked right inside it, and I saw the little red belly. No! And I, was like, I was like, oh, my God. If they were, like, deep inside the shoe, you would have put them on. I would have just put them on. Andrew, I'm sweating. I'm sweating. <sighs> so anyway, uh, thanks oh for letting me be on your podcast and uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> at, at, at Andrew Hemmons for you. everything. I'm so sorry. I'm going to poison the shit Hemmons out of the is H-E-M-A-N-S. You better, please. Okay. I, I, when I say the Black Widows are all over my... G- fuck... They were in your office.
That is so scary. They're in my office. It was just one. Yeah, but the, I don't like this. Okay, I'm going to spray right now. I'm going to leave All right. Outside. No, but he might make too much noise, baby. No, no, he'll be fine. He's just laying on the couch. Come on, bud. Okay. Come on. Sorry. We, okay, we will continue talking about evil. So <laughs> she sees a demon at the end of her... Okay, this is all spoilers, sweetie. So if you guys are watching the show or want to watch the show, don't listen. But she sees a demon... And she's like, this is not real. I'm just dreaming. This is not real. It's all in my head, blah, 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 blah. But her eyes are wide awake. And he comes to the bed and he walks up to her. And I was terrified. I was like, oh my God, this is going to freak me out. But he walks up and he's like, hi, I'm George. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But this is what I was talking about in 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 like, I think we were talking about like 90s movies and we were talking about like the writing and stuff. That's the kind of shit that I adore. I love spooky, but, funny, like yeah, writing. Yeah, and, and I, I know that you will, but it does get like it's, it's a to me. It was kind of funny because he was like talking about like her scar. Like, is this a cesarean? Like, what kind of underwear do you have on? But he was crawling on top of her, and at a certain moment, like the the second time, he gets up and he's on top of her, and the the scene like the way that they shoot it 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 it's it's like a paralysis demon oh yeah that so makes sense i was like okay melanie would probably not want to watch this. no well like and to, but watching it happen to someone else even though his name was george so that's just hilarious even though it it does have a scary element to but it, that's so cool thinking that's cool. about it thinking about you having that and thinking like just watch it that did scare me no 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 i mean sleep paralysis in general is like fucking terrifying like i don't i mean i i i thought honestly i was like one of the very few people that have it but actually there's a lot of people that have sleep paralysis and that and they all have different like experiences and i've never actually i've never actually seen anything while in a sleep paralysis state but i have heard things so i i I do I do hear things I've seen things like I've seen other things like you know in in between sleep or right when I wake up um I've seen things but like when when I'm in a sleep paralysis state I've actually never encountered a demon like or see this is the other thing I have a very skewed perspective on demons now because of witchcraft so like I'm not particularly scared of demons because I feel like they're I mean, in the same way that I kind of view, like, um, deities, they're like a different kind of deity to me. But there are evil entities that could be viewed as a demon or a daemon. And it that kind of reminded me of, um, there's this podcast that I really enjoy listening to called um, The Witch and the Medium. And... Um, it's really cool. Like they go through through different like subjects and stuff. And one of the episodes that they have, they talk about uh, they talk about the medium. I think her name is Ad- uh, Adela. She encounters an actual like evil entity or demon, what people perceive as demons. And um, she was working at this place where she does readings. Um, and this guy came in, and he what she described as looked like he wasn't actually in his body, like something else was in his body. He looked really sick. And, uh, 
she was like what's inside of you like who are you like what's inside of you and and the encounter that she has with this entity she said it scared her so much because it was like she could like feel the power it had and i think that's what an evil entity is i feel like evil entities have like this i don't know they're like terrifying and like that story i'm not going to tell you the whole thing if you guys are interested go listen to that episode um it's really good and it describes to me what i think like a, a true like evil entity would be like um but yeah in terms of shows like that the writing if it's scary and still funny i feel like i can handle it if it's just too scary then i won't be able to enjoy it i have for me to enjoy like a spooky show it needs to have some element of like well it has to have like a moment of peace or a moment of rest so i can catch myself like okay like we're okay, this is, I'm, I'm listening to the story. I'm getting invested in the characters. It can't be boom, 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 just scary the whole time. Um, a really funny show that's also kind of spooky, but just like mostly funny is, I don't know if you've watched it or if you've heard of it, but What We Do in the Shadows. No, I haven't heard of that yet. Dude, it is hilarious. It is hilarious. I cannot stress that, that enough. Like you need to watch wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Is that that about? Is that the one about the vampires? Yeah, it's about vampires. Um, there is a movie that came out. I forget exactly when it came out, but there's a movie that's called What We Do in the Shadows, and uh, that movie is fucking gold. Um, if you are interested in watching it, it's got um, uh, Jermaine Clement, and he is. Uh, I have such a fucking like hard on for this guy do you know yeah, who that is he's 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 kind of um he kind of reminds me of uh you know what he you know what he reminds me of he, he reminds me of a cross between um what's the guy from uh from the office Are kind you... of the kiss ass oh dwight dwight <laughs> yeah he he kind of reminds me of a cross between dwight and um oh damn it what's his name from buffy the vampire slayer the friend Oh, Xander. Z- Xander. Yeah. That's it. That's he's a he's a cross between Dwight and Xander. Look at him. He I is. know. Look at him. I think that's why I'm I'm attracted to him. I'm like, oh, he could be in any he could play any character. I don't care. He could be dressed up as anything. And like I I have a I have a crush on him as the turtle in Moana singing the the, the shiny song. He's just amazing. Everything he does is amazing. I'm shiny. I've never seen it, but I, I do. I think I've seen what we do in the shadows on Netflix. Isn't it like a teenage or at least younger people or something? No. I think I've seen it. No. I'll, I'll link you. The other show you really need to watch is Hill House, which you haven't watched yet. And you need to watch it because... No. That also has scenes in it for sleep paralysis and like the way that, oh man, that fucked me up watching that show. Um, I could get through it. It wasn't too scary that I, that I couldn't get through it, but the sleep paralysis, the reason why she was having it fucked me up because that was more to me, more believable than like a demon crawling on top of me. Um, just in the, in the context of like your subconscious and like, I don't know. It was just, it was amazing, um, but also terrifying. All that kind of stuff, like, scares me. That's why when I started watching Evil yesterday, 
she my 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 mother-in-law did not tell me what it was about like she did not say because <laughs> oh, mom it's like, it's oh like your scary... mother-in-law okay sorry for, for a second i thought mom told you i was like yeah mom likes that shit why wouldn't you expect yeah no it? mom would not mom would not be like amanda it's kind of scary she'd be like it's mom fucking would just terrifying be like, watch it it's great oh well, that's how hey was so i was like oh okay well you know i'll give it a shot i did not think i mean i started watching it i mean i could never watch something like that while i'm home alone yeah no, I mean, I, I, actually, that's not true. It depends. Like, and if it's, it's light it's outside. It's not even that scary. If it's light outside and I stop watching it, like, if it's a show that I'm binging, like, when I watched Hill House, I watched it Home Alone. I was doing, I was, I think at the time it was, like, October of last year or the year before. Actually, I think it was the year before because this was when I was still living in Hayward. Um, and I was doing artwork. And so I was painting at the same time I was watching it, but it was like light. So like had, you know, it was sun up and I didn't feel f- afraid. Um, I was really invested in the story. Um, but that being said, I cannot watch that shit at night because that's when like my anxiety goes crazy. And like, I would feel like, oh my God, something's going to come get me. I'm going to get possessed. Like, you know, <laughs> I have those, I have those, I have, I literally have to force myself to think of other things at night so I can sleep. Because if I watch anything that like manipulates my thought process in that, in that direction, I'm like, I'm not getting any sleep tonight yeah, at all. Same. Same, and though. also because I've woken up to things that are so fucking like, there's no explanation for it. Like, why did I see this? Like, what? what the fuck is happening so i've i've definitely had moments you know where i'm i i i 100 believe in like shit <laughs> i believe that shit occurs <laughs> well i mean i don't i've never had um like a, a sleep paralysis or anything like that but i have had multiple things happen and that, that's like why i think i'm so scared of it is because i absolutely believe in it because i've had okay so you know this i have (laughs) my kids they don't do it now but when they were younger they have done and said things that have scared me yeah to where i'm like okay yeah um chloe my daughter was extremely extremely sick one time to the point where she um almost needed to be hospitalized she had um something called the i don't know if it's the same in english but it was called it's called the rotavirus she was extreme she was so sick she was so 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 sick and she lost a lot of weight they were going to hospitalize her um if she uh didn't get any better and actually decided she should have been hospitalized is what i think but she was so sick that i was sleeping with her through the night and at a certain point we had a very very soft light in her room um at a certain point she woke up and you know, she she'd gotten sick so i i cleaned her up and i i you know laid her back down and um all of a sudden she gets she's she's groggy but she says mommy i'm so happy that i have two mommies to take care of me now and i'm like oh my god that oh, the poor thing like she's like you know, she's double she's seeing two of me like she's seeing double like the poor thing and i said sweetie do you see two of mommy and she said no 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 she said no mommy you and the lady behind you <laughs> i did not get a fuck sleep that entire fucking week <gasps> like that was one of the scariest things i've ever had oh man 
and then when we moved into this house, like the shit, the scary shit. Like, I mean, I think I called you and Jennifer oh, yeah. one time, right? Yeah. When I was in the bathroom and our bathroom has like a sliding door. So the top, it doesn't like close completely. Like the top of it, it's like a sliding barn door almost. Yeah. So the top and the bottom, there's like little slits and... I was in the I was in the morning, early in the morning, nobody was around. And this is when we first lived here. And we had had a couple of things happen. Like we'd heard people walking upstairs. Um, Jeremy had said that he thought he saw somebody outside of his window, which is absolutely impossible because yeah. <laughs> our, of the way that our house is built. And um, did he ever say Chloe, did he did he ever say like if he heard anything or that he saw something? He said he saw a man standing outside his window staring at him, um, which is pretty much impossible yeah. for somebody to get up there or to be to be anywhere outside yeah. our house. So I it it kind of kind of kind of scared me, but not really. But we kept hearing people walking upstairs and then Chloe came down in the middle of the night and she said that um and I, I, I told her, I was like, baby, go back to sleep. And she's like, mommy, he won't let me sleep. And I said, who won't let me sleep? And she said, the man, he keeps waking me up. And oh I said, God. what man? And she said, and of course, right away, you're like, what? But I said, what, what man, sweetie? And she said, he, the man, the old man, he keeps waking me up. And I said, well, what is he, what is he doing? What is he saying? And she said, he, he asked me when you guys are going to fix the wall. To finish the wall. What wall? I don't know. And it's scary because we bought, well, we got this house. It's not, we didn't buy it. We're renting it. But we we got this house. Um, And it, at the moment, it had been empty for six months. It is owned by a man who, um, it was his aunt that was living here with her husband. And her husband died. And there are different stories. There's one story that he died inside the house. There's stories that he died in an old folks home. I don't know which is true. <sighs> so it's scary, but I, I, I'm sure you remember the time that I called you and Jennifer. I was thinking I was talking to you guys is what happened. I was talking to you guys. I was sitting in the bathroom upstairs talking to you guys and I had locked the door doing my business. And then I heard heavy i heard movement and i heard heavy breathing oh my god i d i don't remember that actually you don't remember that mm -hmm. i'm sure i'm maybe it was tabitha and jennifer but oh man hold I on remember hold on you just terrified. said that hold on you just said that and i swear to f i just heard a <sighs> in my ear don't. i'm not Shut even up. i'm not even kidding i'm gonna go back when i edit to see if i actually hear it but holy shit that was really weird you said, like it. you said heavy breathing. And then I heard, a, <sighs> Ugh. it was, it was so scary. I didn't dare to come out of the bathroom and I called Christian. I think it was, or Christian said to come to please come to the house. Cause I was, I didn't dare to open the door. Well, of course I, was, I locked myself in the bathroom. I was like, there's no way I'm opening the door. Like I terrified. It's, I was 90% sure that there was someone inside the house. And then you get to the point where you're like, oh, my fucking God, am I scaring myself? Am I like freaking myself out for no fucking reason or something? No, it's I, scary. I, I've seen things and I've heard things. And Kaylin has also had moments like what you were describing, Chloe. Well, there was this one time when we were living in Hayward. Kaylin 
it, you have to understand, like, when we moved in with Andrew, Andrew only had a one-bedroom apartment. It was a spacious uh, one-bedroom apartment, but Kaylin had to, like, sleep next to the kitchen. And we we made her, like, a little nook. It was very cute. But there was this uh, door opening. There was no door, but it was an opening to the kitchen. And through the kitchen, you could see a sliding glass door. And I, I guess, like, that night, it was sort of slightly open. And Kaylin starts screaming one night. So I'm running, you know, to her room, our little area. And she's up and she says, Mommy, there's a woman after me. She was about to, she was about to get me. And uh, I go, what do you mean? And she's like, the, she goes, the moldy woman was out to get me. Um, oh. And I know, like, to use that term too, moldy woman. And I'm thinking and I'm looking over and I was like, where is she coming from? She's from the closet. So I'm looking at the closet and I can see there's a lamp in there. And like the light, the way the light was hitting us, I, I, I got scared for a second too. I was like, oh, is that a fucking figure? But it was just a lamp. So I was like, oh, Kaylin, it's just a trick of the light. It's okay. She's no mommy. She was on the ground coming after me. And I swear to fuck that night was like the hardest night for me to to get her back to sleep and also to fall asleep and all i kept telling her was like i think it's a trick of the light because i'm not ready to be mom <laughs> and start like anointing the house and whatnot and at that time in oh my, my life and that, at that time in my life i also wasn't as as invested or as um i wasn't doing witchcraft the way that i am now like whereas if kaylin has a problem i'd be like all right where's the sage let's cleanse the motherfucker you know um but at the time I I didn't realize that like that those are things that you can do and it and it's okay because I remember mom using sage in our house and I'd also heard that you can't use certain kinds of sage so yeah um but I'm much more like educated in that and I feel like the way that I deal with it now with Kaylin is a lot better than I used to like now I'm not I don't want to repress those ideas from her but I try to describe them differently you know it's hard to like talk to your kids about scary stuff because when mom would do it with us I feel like I'm traumatized from my childhood with it oh my god the way mom dealt with it yeah wait before we go on can I pee real quick Amanda's gotta pee The very first time that I remember mom doing some weird ass shit was when <laughs> we were having like nightmares. Now you have to understand, I don't think it was that weird that we, that me and Joshua were having nightmares. I don't know what dad did to him, but I do know that one time when I was like being a brat and I was like, what, five or six, dad brought me to my room and then told me that the stuffed animals that I had that stuffed animals were only good friends and protectors to kids who listen to their mommies and daddies. And if you weren't, otherwise, the stuffed animals would get you while you slept. What? Yeah. So I don't think it's that weird that I was having nightmares. I don't know if, you know, Joshua had the same shit going on. But um, we were having nightmares, of course, you know mom was with her sister and you know how her sister is so um joshua had like these weird figurines like these weird little they didn't i mean it i don't even know what they were from 
they 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 were from some kind of cartoon but they kind of look like little monsters yeah and did we talk i feel like maybe we t- we talked about this like either in person really? or on the podcast before yeah oh no no, no. keep bringing just go though like god i hope not on the podcast but i mean she went outside and like they went outside her and her sister went outside and burned them in the yeah. backyard yep. and like chanting stuff like i mean i mean I if that's not witchcraft that though like i love how they're like i love how like religious people like christians and stuff they'll like look at witchcraft and they'll be like oh it's so weird that you have all these rituals but then they'll like go outside and burn things and start praying over it and it's like but it's the same okay <laughs> sure it's literally the same it's thing it's true though <clears throat> that's true and then yeah. like the fact that it j- just I, I it's it's just how christians like look at yeah you know wicca in the first place i'm not trying to say all christians but many of them yeah it's ridiculous like yeah literally look at your own religion first and then start judging you know yeah yep i was just funny thinking about like um how a lot of christians actually are kind of on witch's side lately with like trump and stuff like when there was like this mass um there was this mass spell that these witches were going to cast uh and like i remember seeing like all these like christians like supporting witches on tiktok and stuff it was pretty cool i i absolutely love how everybody has been coming together lately um for everything i think just this year and just like seeing like online um and i i think it's sad that there's multiple individuals that don't do it but the majority of people especially online coming together i think this year is great but um in all honesty this year itself to me i i think that i have like a very big problem with dissociation this year yeah because i really feel like it's not even real no i i I, completely understand and and uh, i agree i think that a lot i think a lot of it just has to do with like all the freaking death that we have had this past year we we will have an episode on that and we'll invite jennifer and maybe even tabitha and we'll we'll talk about it um uh, to to sort of because we have we're we're at our our hour mark i was thinking to end it we could talk about like what are your or what's a favorite story that you have from childhood that you knew it was just like a spooky story that always like stayed with you like it wasn't real it could be like something from a book goosebumps something you know just like something that was always like sort of impactful for you um I think the story about the lady, it's kind of scary, and I, but I also think that it's like, um, I knew it wasn't true, and so it was kind of one of those things that it was one of the stories that I would always tell, like when we used to do a midnight tag, and you know, like being up late, like you tell each other like scary stories yeah and after midnight tag, we would always tell each other scary stories. It was the one story that I always tell. Um, about the women on the freeway that like okay so supposedly there's like this big stretch of like highway a, like a long road it's like a long highway and at a certain point you come to a bridge and at that bridge there's supposed to be 
a woman who died at that bridge and her ghost lives there. And um, supposedly a lot of cars just stop for no reason right near that bridge. Like your car will just die at night. And when you get out, then you'll start to hear a, like a thud and then like a scratch, like a thud and then a, and so it's supposed to be this lady who is dragging her leg like she's walking towards you and she's dragging her leg towards you and then once she gets to you (laughs) the back of my neck once she gets to you she um supposedly like taps you like on your shoulder while you're looking in your like outside of the car so you get scared and you get in oh my god you were crackling your voice just started crackling that was that's scary yeah i'm sorry no it's okay (laughs) so supposedly once you tap once she taps you on your shoulder you run of course you run to get into the car and then once you're in the car um it'll start but when you look like when you're driving away, you're afraid. So you look in the back seat or no. you look in the back rear view mirror and then you see her sitting in the back seat. So there's that's like, how the story goes. Literally on a previous podcast that I was part of, there was a story that I read from Stockton where there's it's not the, the car won't stop, but you're on eight mile. And while you're on eight mile there. Uh, there's supposedly a woman on on the freeway that you see her and if you see her then she'll appear in your back seat and if you can see her in your back seat then you're bound to have a crash because there's so many crashes so th- that's a story that's here too isn't that so see, crazy it's scary and i know that for some reason i think i think the reason why i didn't why i kind of like wasn't too afraid of it is because i do remember mom or somebody telling me like there's a story about that like there's a story like that about every bridge and I think that that's why because I was like oh okay like oh damn it it's like it's not true but it's kind of still scary you know there's a story that I always like think about that it's like such a stupid silly little story and I know it's not real but do you remember the I think it's like the the girl with the blue ribbon around her neck the girl with the ribbon around her neck, you know There's, that. I remember something about this, and I think that it was a goosebump story too. It must have been a goosebump story, or like one of those, like I don't know, just like one of those stories. And then there was a there was there's a book that was written about it. I have never read it, but I heard there was like this like uh, like novel that was written about it. And it, I always just think it, I always just like that's like one of those stories that stuck with me since childhood. Um, Let's say it. Tell. Oh, okay, so I'm not going to tell it correctly, but I'll I'll like you know it's not verbatim. The gist. The gist, the gist of the story of is that there's this little girl who has either a red or a blue ribbon wrapped around her neck, and she has it every day. And um, she ends up getting married to this boy that was in her class, and he asks her like when they're very old after you know a, a life together, he's like, you wear that ribbon around your neck every single day like why do you wear it around your neck every single day and so she she tells him okay I'll show you but you know like 
this is it basically and so she takes the ribbon off of her neck and her head falls off (laughs) that's it that's the story (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine I, but you have to Can you have you to imagine, imagine when you're being like god damn it i shouldn't have asked <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but i was like so young when i heard that story i was like this is creepy as fuck and it just stayed with me and i was just thinking about it like yeah like why what how was how she not dead beforehand first of all you know well i mean i think that that's I do remember the story of it and I do like I think I I remember it being like a goosebump story or something yeah it must have been something I don't know who who that's where a, it a originated lot of the, yeah but when you're a kid like everything is creepy oh yeah for you sure know what I mean you know I didn't dare I didn't dare to wear like Halloween masks for the longest time when I was younger because I read that one goosebump story about the girl who put on a mask and it like stuck to her head oh my like, god I love scary. goosebumps dude goosebumps is where it's at like those stories yeah. were the best and the dummy one yes okay so okay quickly let's list off some scary spooky shows that we love all right so goosebumps number one are you goosebumps is great are you afraid of the dark are you afraid of the dark i was just about to say that um buffy vampire slayer um the what is it called charmed charmed supernatural um Adam's Family. Adam's Family. The Monsters. Beetlejuice. But that's a that's a movie. Well, there's a, a show. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is a show too. shows. Yeah, only yeah. shows. Oh, yeah. Well, only shows. we'll get we'll get to movies. These are just okay. shows. American. Ah, oh, Horror Story. American Horror Story. All right. Um, Hill House. Yeah, it just depends on what you like. I like uh, Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter. Oh, Mind Hunter is good, but it's so good, dude. Mind Hunter is good. Um, True Detective is also a really good one. Yeah. Oh, uh, what is it? What was that one called? Like, The Sin, or something? The Sinner. The Sinner. The Sinner. <gasps> also a really good one. Sinner. The yeah. Sinner. Um, Evil now is really good. Evil. So. Dark. Dar- well, Dark is not really that. It, it is, but it isn't. Dark is pretty. Dark good, is though. the German one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I loved it. Um, okay. Okay. Our. Uh, what happens in the shadows or what we do in the shadows and i can't think of anything <laughs> uh, i mean brain people part. are gonna be like vampire diaries like yeah okay <laughs> I, I i like vampire diaries i guess oh what was it a true blood true blood oh the yeah that one was good it was all right it started um, to get kind of weird when they were bringing in fairies and shit but you know whatever whatever floats your boat yeah well I'm trying to think of the other one that I... Oh, being um, human. Being human. I never heard of it. Lo- okay, so there's the UK version and there's the American version. And you should watch the UK version because the American version is like whatever. But the UK version, it finished and it's fucking good. All right. What, about, what about movies? Movies. Hokey Pokey. Um, hokey Pokey. Uh, scream, all of them. All of them. Okay, scream, all of them. Um, Adam Family. Um, uh, um, um, the what is it? I'm trying to think what it's called. The Prisoners. The Prisoners. Is it called The Prisoners? I don't know. Oh damn it! It's a really, really good one. I think it's called The Prisoners, and it's um, 
I think it's called The Prisoners. Oh my god. No, it's not. Damn it. I'm trying to think of what it's, it's called. Okay. Look, Sleepy look, look. Sleepy Hollow. Beetlejuice. Um It. It. Oh, and the new ones. So the original and the new ones. What is the one movie with um I think it's Devin Sawa with his hand? Uh, Idle oh, Hands. Idle Hands. That's a good movie, dude. <laughs> that movie's so good. That's such a good you know one. what's so funny? Is and, Andrew and I were just talking about watching that one. It's hol- it's hilarious and so good. Like those it's are so the funny. those are like the epitome of like my favorite kinds of like spooky horror movies. Um, because they're funny. They're funny, dude. Oh man. I'm blanking funny. on I like that too. I'm blanking on more like funny spooky movies. Um you got, I can't think of you it. Got, I'm having like the hardest time right now thinking of any. Corpse Bride, Nightmare Before Christmas. Of course, those are like great Tim Burton. Corpse Bride? You really need to look into the real true story of Corpse Bride, though. I think I have. Okay, so you have. Oh, like, it is. It's chocolate. a Tim Burton. It's a Tim Burton. Okay, so. You have like Child Play, which scares me to death. I don't like it. Child Play? Really like like really scary movies, you should watch. Um, the Exorcism of Emily Rose. That one scared the living crap out of me. No, I can't watch exorcisms. And yeah. then, of course, like, this is the other thing. People love horror movies like Michael. Um, I'm trying yeah. to think of, like, I'm trying to think of, like, slasher films, but I just try not to watch them altogether. Like, for example, this this past season of America, American Horror Story, I can't watch because it's all just murder. <laughs> it's all just, like, killing so i can't watch it i can watch that i can watch murder i can watch slasher movies i can't watch anything like um paranormal that kind of shit that scares me yeah no i can't do I, either I can those. watch slasher movies like i'm fine with that like it scares me but i'm good but like the exorcism of Everly rose is the last scary movie i ever watched that was and i was that was when i was in america like years ago i can't watch i can't watch exorcisms because they affect me too much um what about books oh carrie carrie is really really good that's a good movie okay books um mo hater birdman that is such a good book and i'm gonna start reading it again i want to excuse me I'm looking it up because I've read it before. That was years ago, and it was one of the number one books that has stuck with you. With me, thinking just about like how you get sucked into a story, yeah, and to the point where your heart is racing while you're reading it. Yeah, Mo Hater, Birdman. Okay, Perfect. I've never heard of that. I don't have like any books that were really scary, but I did read this book that is kind of like spooky cute. And it's called, um, oh God, it's it's called A Certain Slant of Light. And let me look it up really fast. Is that the one about the dead girl or? No, it's um, A Certain Slant of Light. A cert, a, I'm going to find it really fast. A cert, a cert slant. Okay, I have okay, um, so, one more. Oh, go ahead. And then I'll tell you about there's, that. No, no, no. I just wanted to say um, a lot of people don't know him, but there's an author. So if, if you are into like Mo Hader, Nietzsche French, um, all of that kind of books, like the the true crime or not true crime. Um, I'm sorry. 
and rule yeah. is true crime. If you're into those kind of books, read Cody uh, McFadden. 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 It it's it's M C F A D Y E N. Um, his books are absolutely amazing. I read like four of them. I think three or four of them. Yeah, they are so good, so good. Oh, I so, have to look yeah. into it. Of course, um, Stephen King. Stephen King is great. Yeah. Um, he he's definitely like a really he's just it's just really scary. It's really good. Um, I there are I think Stephen King is is it's just too horrorish for me. I can barely watch anything like that anymore. Yeah, I've read a couple novels by him. I actually can deal with the novels more than I can the movies. Um, but yeah, so the the one book I was talking about, the Certain Slant of Light book, it's by um, the writer Laura Whitcomb. And it's about a ghost. It's like a it's like a young adult horror novel, and it's about a ghost who loses her baby, and I think she has a lot of guilt because she 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 dies at the same time her baby dies, and she has a lot of guilt because of that. I think, and so she ends up not pa- like not crossing over, and in order to stay like on Earth and not be pulled into what I'm assuming she is, is she's thinking is hell, she has to haunt someone. So it's like her life of haunting different people, like as they die and then she has to haunt someone else. And so in order to stay where she is, she has to continue haunting. That sounds awesome. It's such a good book, but it's, it's more than just that. Like she ends up meeting a character. She ends up meeting another um, ghost, but he teaches her how to possess. uh, He teaches her how to possess humans and how, which ones to look for. And what's really great is that after this novel, there's another novel that um, the two kids that they possess, it's like their life after the fact. And it's just really cool. Like, it's just one of those books that like has always stuck with me. I really enjoyed that reading that. It's probably one of my favorite books at this point. And I love it. What's it it called again? It's called A Certain Slant of Light. A Certain Slant of Light. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. I, I just think it's like, it's that perfect combination of like, you're telling a story, you're getting to know the characters, there's spooky elements, but it's not so spooky you can't, you know, uh, get into it and you're not terrified the entire time. Um, actually, I don't really think it was that scary at all. It was just really interesting. And I love ghost stories. Um, speaking of a really good ghost story, there's another movie that I saw on Netflix and it's called... It was called um, this. Was it you, the beautiful thing? I think it's called like the beautiful thing or something like that. And then another really great movie is this vampire movie that I watched a while back, and it's called the Byzantinium, the Byzantinium, and it is amazing. It's a a story about um, two vampires, a mother and a daughter, and like their journey, and it's. Oh, it's fucking amazing. So if you like vampires, like definitely watch that. I love vampire stories. I yeah. love like witch stories. Ooh, interview wanna... with a vampire. Oh my god. Wasn't so even good. thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. You know what doesn't get a lot of love, which I really wish did, um, was uh what is it? The vampire the vampire queen? No, it's something else. It's the one after that. You know what we should do for Halloween this year? Mm. Well, I mean, not Halloween for you because, you know, I know for you it's different. But do you have K this year? Yep, I do. For Halloween? Okay. So I was thinking um, 
maybe not for Halloween then, but like a few days beforehand or something, we should watch a movie together. Like yes. a good like witch movie. Oh, for sure. Okay, it wasn't called, sorry, it wasn't called uh, Vampire Queen. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like, I'm, it's called Queen of the Damned. And it was one of um, like, I think it was the movie that Aaliyah worked on before she passed away. So good. This Queen one. Of Queen of the Damned. I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it before. I haven't seen it. So fucking good. I like I don't think it gets enough hype. Um, but I mean genu- genuinely like we could talk about scary spooky movies like all day long. There are just so many and there's so many good ones. So maybe we might have like just an episode dedicated to that. But yeah, uh, and then we'll just write it all down beforehand, yeah, so that we don't brain fart. Oh, I don't care. I, this I don't want this podcast to be like structured, <laughs> unless we need to to structure it. You know, like if we feel like more confident with structuring it, I I just prefer like free flow. But yes, no, we should, I'm the same way. I yeah. like the chit chat more. Like, okay, we're just gonna talk about this and we'll see where it goes. I yeah, like that a lot better. I think it always may it always works out. Um, but yeah, I think that's what we have for spooky shit today. And, uh, hopefully we can do this again soon after I have Kayla next week. Yeah, we'll just see. Like if you have Kay and we'll, we'll just see how it goes. All right, guys. Otherwise, um, if anybody has, and I know there will be people that have like recommendations for TV shows, books, and, or movies that we should check out or review or talk about, please, uh, you know, hit us up on our Instagram, which is the only form of um, social media that we have currently. Uh, it is, what is it again? Oh yeah, at Trauma and Laughs. Follow us on there. Um, if not, that's that's fine. We don't like you either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right, Mandy, I love you. You can't, you know, you, not everybody has, you know, impeccable taste. I mean, like, it's just the way that it is. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately (laughs) okay well you guys thanks for listening and um we'll see you guys we'll talk to you guys like later some other time later next time bye i feel like i'm sorry (laughs) i tried to say bye and then you tried to say bye and like now it's just like why are we so fucking awkward i don't oh that's just jeans (laughs) (laughs) all right i love you mandy i'll talk to you later okay I love you too. Bye, you guys. Bye. It's Tramaraderie.